Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. We have so much to get to today. Um, it's going to be like Sophie's Choice of getting to it all. Uh, but that might leave us, you know, some some gooey goodness for tomorrow, too. And then, of course, we've got uh, more on trivia as well. In the second hour tomorrow, what's the game this week? Keith, do uh, we know? It's going to be the Rams at the Saints. Yeah, there's only two to choose, choose from, right? Well, if you don't want to go back-to-back same it, yeah. teams. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so uh, Rams, mm-hmm. Saints. Mm-hmm. That should be a fantastic game. Yeah, a lot of scoring. A lot of things going on with the border. Uh, There's the Brexit situation, which we haven't gotten into much. But first, I want to tell you about a story that Scotty Sweatman uh, sent us. He tweeted this story out to us uh, from the Babylon Bee. If you're not familiar with the Babylon Bee, it's a very funny satirical website. And uh, (laughs) they write that... Satan has claimed responsibility for kale. Of course. We knew this was true. You knew it was true. <laughs> In your heart, you knew it was true. You may not have verbalized it, but, uh-huh. but thankfully someone has. Uh-huh. Amid claims that the ungodly, disgusting substance could not have been possibly conceived uh, by a benevolent creator, <laughs> the great adversary, Satan, published a video claiming he alone was responsible for the violent attack upon humanity known as kale. Authorities had long surmised that whoever invented the bitter, repulsive leaf cabbage did so with malevolent intent, and the Dark Lord's statement confirms that kale was in fact designed to be an act of terrorism against mankind. (laughs) Yes, you fools! It was me all along, Satan said on the video posted to Social Media Tuesday. Who else do you think could have deceived people into paying tons of money for horrible, overpriced, organic kale chips and salads? Only I, the father of lies, could possibly have convinced people they actually like the nauseating taste of kale. He added before breaking into ominous, booming laughter. (laughs) At publishing time, the devil had also claimed total and complete responsibility for kombucha and quinoa. (laughs) Okay, that's awesome. Uh, oh, and, oh, that was really satire. Funny. I thought that was real. That's, it's, it is to, to me. It's pretty real. Yeah, that's real. It's pretty real. <laughs> and uh, that's of course why I've turned to Brickhouse Nutrition because they created Field of Greens, uh, which is a real superfood where you get kale in it, mm-hmm. but you don't taste the kale. All right. Yeah, you don't have to taste it. <laughs> don't have to taste it's, Satan's creation. Right. <laughs> I think he also created Brussels sprouts and spinach. Oh yeah, that's th- those rumors are now being yeah. confirmed. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and green beans. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Obviously, I don't like any of that stuff, and that's why Field of Greens is so perfect for me. It's an actual superfood containing all that great stuff, all the nutrition you need. In fact, just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, complete with antioxidants. And if it wasn't for this, for this fantastic product, uh, I would never get vegetables in my diet. Never. It's easy. It tastes great, and it really works. You're going to love this stuff. BrickhousePat.com is where you go to get it. Try it today. Get 15% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickhousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. I love this story. 
about Dan Crenshaw refusing pay during the shutdown now. Dan Crenshaw is a, is a new congressman, a, uh, a veteran who lost his eye in the service of this country. And now he's saying, yeah, you know what? I, I can't accept pay during the shutdown. Um, and um, that obviously created an uproar of uh, criticism. One of his Democrat colleagues criticized the gesture. And uh, her name is Ilan uh, Omar. Of She's a Democrat from Minnesota. She says, we aren't paid until February 1st, so no pay to withhold right now. Vote to reopen the government like we did and give hardworking Fed employees their paychecks. That's caring. Stop this virtue signaling, <laughs> Congressman. The American people need to end this now, not February 1st. Stop the virtue signaling? Signaling. A, what is that? Where did this virtue signaling phrase come from? <laughs> what? I don't even know what that is. I guess it's a signal to the world that you're virtuous. Mm-hmm. Or you're or you're faking it. I don't know. And B, tell me, uh, we haven't arrived at a time in America where everything good is bad and everything bad is uh, is good, just as was foretold in Isaiah. You know, if you offer to have your taxpayer-funded salary withheld due to a government shutdown, that's not good. It's bad because you virtue signaled. If you try to stop the murder of unborn babies, that's not good. That's that's bad. You're interfering with a woman's right to choose her reproductive rights. If you oppose people from other places breaking our laws, that's not good. It's of course bad because you hate you hate people from other places and you're obviously racist. If you support traditional marriage between a man and a woman, that's not good. It's it's very bad. The because that makes you a homophobe. If you believe gender is eternal and that there are only two, well, that's not good. That's it's bad um, because you obviously hate gender fluid people. Hmm. I that that is where we are now. You you can't even do the right thing and not be dog slapped for it. Ugh, I just I can't. it's difficult to take, and so. The uh, border battle continues, and the shutdown battle uh, continues. This is the longest of all time. Are we up to, what, 28 days now? 27 or, or 28 days? It's yeah. a lot, I know that. Yeah, right in there. And by the way, on the weekend before Christmas, they sent out a group of volunteers. This is another reason, reason number 7,830,000, why we need to get a grip on the border situation group of volunteers went down to search for the remains of dead migrants on the Barry Goldwater Air Force Range. It's a remote desert area in uh, southwest Arizona where military jets conduct live bombing exercises. Uh, the volunteers recovered the skeletal remains of eight migrants in two days. And so overall, last year, the remains of 127 dead migrants were recovered in in southern arizona alone and frankly we've done a lot to try to prevent this the border when the border patrol finds them they bring them help they don't beat them with clubs they get them help they get them water they get them food uh they get them medical services do you remember when we placed the water stations at the yes. border so they wouldn't thirst to yes. death mm-hmm. we 
even built water stations for them to accommodate them as they're breaking our law, sneaking into our country. And still, you know, 127 people died just in that small area last year. And that's just those, that's just who we found. Who knows what the actual figure is? The caring thing to do is to get a grip on this thing. It's just, and we're just not doing it. Ranchers and farmers near the U.S.-Mexico border have also been finding something kind of interesting at the border. Because keep in mind, there's just good, hardworking, decent people from Mexico, Central, and South America. That's all who's coming across that border. Yeah. And every single one of them uh, are angelic. All of them. They're, they're the most wonderful salt-of-the-earth people you can possibly imagine. Well, no wonder the Democrats don't want a border wall. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. block great people like that no, from getting in here. No, you don't. No, you don't. They all represent wonder and, and love. So are they finding, like, angelic robes down there along the border? Is that what we're seeing? I think in part, yes. They're finding a lot of angelic robes. And then uh, to show you that, yeah, okay, there's just really hardcore re- religious people. Uh-huh. Uh, they're finding prayer rugs. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, wait, what now? Prayer rugs, Prayer you know, from from people of the Muslim faith. Oh, okay. Now, what's the problem with that, Mr. Islamophobe? <laughs> yeah, <what laughs> no is problem. problem. <laughs> There's no problem. It's just that these people are forgetting their stuff and leaving it behind. I'm upset by that. <laughs> yeah. How do you find them? You know, it's like, it's not <laughs> like a lost know. and found out there next to the water station. Right? Like, oh, boy. Hey, could the 4,800 people who left their prayer rugs yeah. uh, please... Report to the way station uh, in, near um, McAllen, Texas, please. <laughs> I got a call from, from Joe who's already crossed. He said, hey, somewhere around McAllen, I, I lost my uh, my magic carpet there. Can you uh, try to find it? They may have turned it in and bring it up here to <laughs> Dallas with you. So all this means is that <clears throat> obviously there's Muslims crossing the border. Uh, there, there, It means that they're not just coming from Mexico and they're not just coming from Central and South America. They are coming from the Middle East. When when you draw that conclusion, mm-hmm. and every time you mention that, the Democrats are like, oh, well, nobody's coming from the Middle East. No potential terrorism coming across the center. But no evidence of that. You're making that up. Oh, okay. Huh. <laughs> uh, but one, one of the ranchers who found a prayer rug said, there's a lot that are coming, not just from Mexico. They're coming from all over. People, the general public, just don't, Get the terror threats of that. That's what's really scary, he said. You don't know what's coming across. We found prayer rugs out here. It's unreal. It's not just Mexican nationals that are coming across. Now, just because you find a prayer rug doesn't mean they're terrorists, obviously. But it's a clue that, okay, there might be some issues. There is a group of Muslims who have promised to bring terror to our shores. And there's a Huge story today about one, an American though in this particular case, but a radicalized Muslim who wanted to blow up the White House. Thank heaven they caught this guy. Uh, did you read the the plans that he had going? Yeah, he had a uh, a tank, uh, what you, a missile that could take out a tank. What was it called? Oh, yeah, uh, anti tank rocket. Yeah, thank you. I think some people would call that. Some people. Yeah. You know, people who knew what they were talking about would call it that. Yeah, he's from Georgia. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Probably not originally, but what do I know? Just uh, looking at his name there. 
Hashar Jalal Taheb, 21. Yeah, it sounds like Alabama. Uh, it does. Arrested yesterday, charged with attempting to damage or destroy a building owned by the United States using fire or an explosion. Explosive. Uh, it's not immediately clear whether he has an attorney, but we'll provide one for him, which is the beauty of this country, of course. A local law enforcement agency contacted the FBI in March after getting a tip from someone who said Taheb had become radicalized. He had changed his name and planned to travel abroad. Uh, The affidavit says Taheb told a confidential FBI source in October that he planned to travel abroad for Hijra, which the agent said refers to traveling to territory controlled by the Islamic State. Mm. Oh, Mm. all right. Well, that's nice. Because he didn't have a passport, he couldn't travel abroad. So he wanted to do as much damage here as he possibly could. And he met with the undercover agent and the FBI source multiple times last month and was also in frequent frequent contact using an encrypted messaging application. During one meeting, Taheb advised that if they were to go to another country, they'd be one of many. But if they stayed in the United States, they could do more damage. He explained that jihad was an obligation, that he wanted to do as much damage as possible, and he expected to be a martyr in the cause. All right. So he was really trying to... I mean, he and this uh, person who was pretending to help him were going to sell their cars in exchange or trade their cars in exchange for all this weaponry, including the anti-tank rocket. Then they were going to go into the White House where he had, he had schematics of the West Wing. And the floor plan there. So once he got inside, he was going to try to kill as many people as he possibly could. Can you imagine had that had that plan succeeded? Wow. I mean, that changes that changes everything. So fortunately, there was somebody he was talking to that was shocked at what he was doing and saying and planning, and they alerted the authorities. It's nice to know that. Something is still shocking in 2019 America. Isn't it? Yeah, it's great. 888 When was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? If ever. If they're itchy or you have some pain there or they feel plugged up all the time, or you're constantly not hearing people right. You might be like millions of Americans who visit the doctor to have their ears cleaned out and get a professional cleaning. We can get the same system, virtually the same system for a lot less money and just do it at home. With WaxRx, it uses the physician-developed technology and safely and effectively removes all that buildup. Then it soothes your ears with a pH condition formula. And now you can use WaxRx without a prescription. No more expensive trips to the doctor. No more wasted time using cotton swabs or other things that just don't work. Try the WaxRx system risk-free. Go to usewaxrx.com and use the offer code radio at checkout. You'll get free shipping. Finally, there's a real solution for all of this icky buildup. It's usewaxrx.com, offer code radio. Mm. Pat Gray Mm. Unleashed. So you wouldn't be afraid if they were leaving Bibles behind at the border, you haters, would you? That wouldn't even that wouldn't worry you one little bit. 
Find all kinds of Bibles at the borders. Well, I mean, it depends on which translation it is. <laughs> I mean, if it's from, King James, would you think? Right. You're like, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, we got some fundamentalists oh, across man. in here. We better lock this thing down right now. <laughs> but if it's one of those that have, you the know. The new like, ones. Yeah, where, with the, with, where it says dude. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, dude kiss chick, uh, you know. Like or, when, when Jesus said dude, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then when, when God was like, dude, <laughs> I told you about that tree. What are you doing, man? What's going Sup, on? Sup, yo. Uh, that's the that's the good version of it. So, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Here's a a report: ranchers and farmers. If you don't believe me, uh, this is talking about the ranchers and farmers who are finding the prayer rugs on their properties. So I obviously don't have it any proof of it, but I've talked to several agents that I trust. There's not a lot that I do trust, but the ones that I do trust, I've talked to them. The percentage of what Border Patrol classifies as OTMs has really increased in the last couple years, but other drastically than, other even than in the Mexicans. last six months. Mm-hmm. Um, Chinese, Germans, Russians, a lot of Middle Eastern, Middle Easterners, um, mm-hmm. those Czechoslovakians they caught over on our neighbor this last summer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of of people coming in from not just Mexico and they need, and people the general public just don't get the terrorist facts of that and that's what's really scary is you don't know what's coming across we found prayer rugs out here um it's it's unreal it's not just mexican nationals that are coming over hate the hate did you hear the hate in I her voice it. i totally heard that oh my gosh mm-hmm. oh my gosh they just the enmity the I mean, she was almost hyperventilating. She was so crazy. Well, yeah. Crazy nuts, just out of her mind with hate. Uh-huh. And then she just, you know, <laughs> for, for for token effect, threw in the, I don't know, French and Germans and Czechoslovakians yeah, Czechoslovakians. are coming in too. Oh, okay. You're worried about sure Czechoslovakians. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey, by the way, there is no Czechoslovakia anymore. Okay, Pumpkin? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but but they're... All right. Czech, you just tried to tell us Czechoslovakians. Are, what is this, 1968? Mm-hmm. Putin? Mm-hmm. Is that what this I is? Mean, the Cold War is over. Yeah. Okay. Huh. The mean, 70s called back. They, yeah. they, they want their country back. Yeah, the Iron Curtain is okay. no more. So, you know, <laughs> you can lose the toot. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and yes, Malinak is Czech. So I'm going to huh. be a little defensive. Huh. <laughs> like Czech Republic or? Well, I mean, we're talking. Checkmate or? We're talking old school. What kind Czech. of Czech is it? We're All right. Like Czechoslovakia from back in the day. No, before Czechoslovakia. Oh, wow. Actually, yeah. I'm a check on that for you and get back to you. Yeah, it was See cute. what I did there? Yeah, it was, <laughs> that was adorable. It was, but you're not acting like it was adorable. You're uh, kind of giving me the cold shoulder, actually. Could she sound any more reasonable? Right. I mean, that was just sincere. Hey, look, there's a lot of people coming across that they're not telling you about. And the, the media is not reporting on any of that. It's like... Oh, these are just all workers, you know, for America. That's all. And and what was her source? Um, border patrol agents that she trusts. Yeah. And uh, and she lives there. Who knows yeah. better than the people who live right at the border? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I guess the people up in D.C. I guess Nancy Pelosi up in San, San Francisco. She knows better. Um, let's play. Do we have the... Do we have the uh, montage we do. of what these Democrats used to say yeah. all the time? Yeah. And I mean, this is Barack Obama, Nancy Pelosi, Barbara Boxer. Now, see, you've played this in the past, but this has gotten more. Yeah, this has even yeah. more people mm-hmm. in it. Listen to this. If making it easy to be an illegal alien isn't enough, 
How about offering a reward for being an illegal immigrant? No, no sane country would do that, right? Guess again. If you break our laws by entering this country without permission and give birth to a child, we reward that child with U.S. citizenship and guarantee of full access to all public and social services this society provides. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. I think we can enforce our borders. I think we should enforce our borders. Me too. To have a situation where 40% of the babies born on Medicaid in this. California today are born of illegal immigrants. And that's a good thing, or? a very real problem. Oh, problem. Hmm, weird. Okay. I'm deeply opposed to illegal immigration. And I call on the federal government, right. the president, and the immigration services to stop the inflood of illegal immigrants into this country. I believe we have very serious immigration problems uh, in this country. I think, as you've heard today, sanctions against employers who hire illegal mm -hmm. immigrants is right. virtually non-existent. Huh. Our border is very porous. So? So? Well, look, I voted uh, uh, numerous times when I was a senator to spend money to uh -huh. build a, uh, uh, a barrier, barrier to try to prevent mm -hmm. um, illegal immigrants from coming in. Wow, that's immoral. Um, and I do oh. think you have to control your borders. You do? Why? We simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, huh. undocumented, really? unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, yeah. and lawfully uh, to become immigrants. That's what I've been saying, but... Is that illegal immigration hmm. is wrong, plain and simple. Until the American people are convinced that we will stop future flows of illegal immigration, we will make no progress. Huh. What the heck? Where did all that come from? Actually, where did all that go? <laughs> what? Well, I mean, it's just their power structure. 80 degrees, man. It, it, yes, exactly. They are the opposite of that today. And those weren't, that's not ancient history. That's the last. Five and ten and twenty years. What was the quote? Illegal immigration is wrong, plain and simple. Yeah, right? was that what he said? Yes, Chuck Schumer. Yes. So, so <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get around that. <laughs> he didn't leave himself much wiggle room. No, illegal immigration is wrong, plain and simple. Hmm. It's okay. What ha what happened to that? And why will no one ask them? Why will none of these reporters? because eh, that's not the agenda. That's why. Somebody at Fox News, someone should ask these guys, hey, what happened to your stance on illegal immigration and securing the border? What happened to that? Now you're willing to keep the government shut down completely so that you don't have to provide a penny in border security so that, you, so that we make sure we never secure that border and continue to send the signal to everybody in the world, hey, all y'all, y'all come free. We're, we don't care. Just come across the border. We'll do nothing to stop it. Nothing. Mm -hmm. That's just, it. It's amazing. Just don't be coming from Germany or France or Czechoslovakia. Yeah, they won't be coming from Czechoslovakia. I can guarantee you they will not come from Czechoslovakia. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Uh, boy, what was mm. this? I, I need to look this up. You know how the Republicans have been cracking from day one on this shutdown. Yep. Uh, I think Susan Collins led the charge, right? 
Um, did I see something where Democrats or some some Democrat? I need to look this up. They may be uh, having a little trouble as well now. Um, in wanting to give in? Yeah, I got to look this up. I think I saw a headline. And I forgot to read the story. So hmm. way to bring that to air, Keith, before having read it. But anyhow, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm going to find out. Uh, well, you give us something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. So there's hope yeah. that. Uh, we'll be waiting American. with bated breath if that's the case. I hope it is true because it would be nice to, sh- you know, to stop the shutdown. Uh-huh. Because the things that you want shut down aren't. Like, I want Congress to go home and <laughs> stop doing stupid things. Here. Uh, you know, if they were going to do something good, you'd want them to be in, uh, uh, in, their, in their seats in the halls of Congress. But they're not. Yeah, yeah. So check that out. Freshman Democrats turn on Pelosi over border wall, seek deal with Trump. Really? So let's see here. Several freshman Democrat members of the new House of Representatives majority have turned on Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her steadfast mm. refusal to fund a wall. Da, 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 da. And now they're talking about a deal, huh? Like, does this include Ocasio-Cortez? Uh, let's see. That would be interesting. If yeah. uh, Nancy Pelosi is is more hardline on this than she is. She is not mentioned in this article. Okay. She's too busy uh, making annoying videos with Al Sharpton. <laughs> And uh, and angering uh, folks like Joe Lieberman. Yeah, uh, Joe Lieberman. The, his kind of his kind of Democrat doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Inactive Democrats in in office. It just doesn't exist. Uh, by the way, a top North Korean official is set to meet President Donald Trump and Secretary of State Michael Pompeo in Washington later this week. That's according to four people familiar with the matter. Uh, Kim Yong Chol. A top aide to North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is scheduled to be in Washington tomorrow as part of negotiations over their country's uh, nuclear program. So apparently it is proceeding. Two of the people said his plans include a meeting with Trump. Uh, the State Department spokesperson, though, said eh, there's no meetings to announce. That either means, OK, it's faulty information or we're just not going to announce it. An earlier round of talks, you might remember, that was supposed to take place in November was canceled. Uh, the announcement of the first summit's date came when uh, Chal, a former North Korean spy chief involved in decades of nuclear talks, visited Trump at the White House in June. Then about 10 days after that visit, Trump and Kim got together in Singapore. So the hope is that maybe this will happen again and maybe we can move this thing along a little bit. And uh, defuse that whole situation, which would be uh, an amazing accomplishment by this administration because no one's been able to do that yet. So uh, keep our fingers crossed on that. Also, Nancy Pelosi has asked Trump to reschedule the State of the Union because of the shutdown. And I think like the speaker has to invite the president to Congress I, can she shut it down if she wants to? I think can she officially say there will be no State of the Union address? I think since she controls the agenda of everything in that chamber, I think and I think that's what the case is. Yeah, she has to. It's always a formal extension, hmm. you know. Hey, you know, come and wouldn't do that your deal. be something? Wow, talk about uh, bringing us together. When was the last time that happened, if ever? It's another thing we should look into. Hmm. Um. But they don't want to give him a platform to blame them for the shutdown, so they're they want him to reschedule the State of the Union or deliver it in writing. Well, that's old school, right there. Uh huh. I think they should make him 
uh, chisel it out in stone tablets. Really? And then, yeah. And then have it delivered. That'd be interesting. By a bearded messenger. It might take a while by the time he gets done might, yeah. chiseling it out. We you want to get started on that right to away. Cover, you know? <laughs> uh, Pelosi said the partial shutdown has hamstrung both the U.S. Secret Service and the Department of Homeland Security, potentially harming the security planning that precedes the State of the Union address. But that's kind of interesting because um, the Secret Service that she mentions here says, yeah, we don't know anything about that. What are you talking about? You haven't come to us with that. We didn't tell you that. She said, sadly, given the security concerns and unless government reopens this week, I suggest that we work together to determine a suitable date after the government has reopened. Yeah, we'll see who wins that battle, too. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you real quickly about Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock is um, something that could protect you from a well, a disastrous situation. If somebody steals your title, and they're all available on the internet and fairly easily stolen, then they transfer your title to uh, a quick title deed and forge your signature, and they own your home. Then they take that out. Take it to another bank and get a loan. Now, if you own a home, you need to get home title lock. For pennies a day, they'll put a barrier around your home's title on the internet. You could already be compromised. Find out by signing up at HomeTitleLock.com for a free title scanner report, usually a $100 value. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Get it today and get that peace of mind. Pat Gray Unleashed. So we were kind of wondering... Whether or not Nancy Pelosi can officially just tell the president, nope, there won't be a State of the Union speech. Uh, The U.S. Constitution mandates in Article 2, Section 3, the presidents shall from time to time give to the Congress information of the State of the Union and recommend to their consideration such measures as he shall judge necessary and expedient. But it offers no specifics on how that should happen. But... Obviously, we've got the pageantry of the televised address now. It just doesn't have to be that way. Now, uh, here's a look at the history of the State of the Union address as the White House weighs its response to Nancy Pelosi. Uh, In the first one, delivered by, obviously, George Washington, January 8th, 1790. Um, Does it have to be a speech? Nope. Thomas Jefferson's first address on December 8th, 1801, he sent written copies to both houses of Congress to be read by each chamber's clerks. He wanted to simplify what he believed was an aristocratic imitation of the British monarch's speech from the throne. Uh, Then the practice of sending written copies to Congress continued for more than a century. Wow. Then, of course... Woodrow Wilson (laughs) resumed the tradition of delivering the annual speech in person. Uh, It was it wasn't until FDR that it was even known as the State of the Union speech. Mm. It was just an annual message. It's like when the Super Bowl was called, yeah, the AFC, the AFL NFL championship game or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, how has the speech been affected by advances in communication? Well, Calvin Coolidge delivered the first speech broadcast on radio in 1923. Uh, Harry S. Truman was the first one to be broadcast on TV 
And uh, Lyndon Johnson recognized the importance of having a national audience when he moved the speech from mid-afternoon to primetime in 1965. Uh-huh. Now, has it been postponed? Yes, there have been several instances, though they all appear to have been initiated by the White House. Uh, Ronald Reagan in 86 postponed the speech after the Challenger space shuttle exploded. Yeah, you would think, okay, yeah, that's appropriate. In 1944, uh, Roosevelt was scheduled to del- to deliver the address on January 11th, but instead transmitted a written message because because of his health. What about uh, during a shutdown? State of the Union address is yet to coincide with a full or partial <laughs> government shutdown. Oh boy! Until so, now, so uncharted so. territory like everything right. happening now. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Good morning. How are you guys? Doing well. Hey, listen, I've got an idea. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Speaker Pelosi is kind of showing how small, petty, and spiteful she is about what she's doing to the president. My suggestion is maybe the president ought to just take it to Congress through (laughs) taking it directly to the people. Go over to RFK Stadium and fill that stadium with all of us and Mm -hmm. give that speech and watch how small they really look then. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, yeah, he'd, he, and he'd be the one to pull it off if anybody could. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Yeah, and conservatarian lady uh, uh, tweeted at Pat Unleashed. Um, why not do it from the Oval Office? While I eating, think you could, yeah. While eating a Big Mac with border agents standing behind him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, absolutely. Why not do it from the Oval Office? You, I, I think you absolutely could if you wanted to. It just says you have to. I mean, Congress can watch if they want to. It can be a trivia or question. Or don't. Yeah, we have a trivia question. This president uh, gave a State of the Union from the Oval Office. That'd be, be fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll know the answer because it'll have just happened. It will have, you know, just been pretty recent. So I didn't necessarily mean that the trivia question would say, be asked. I don't know, Donald you know, Trump. In the near future. Could have been something, you know, <laughs> 10, 12 years down the road. All right. All okay. Right. Thank you. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on, uh, on Twitter where <laughs> uh, Spunkin' Bronets tweets... Kale is the candy corn of health food. Now, see, I disagree. I like candy corn, but mm-hmm. uh, kale is no. You're that's not nasty. Kale? No. Mm-hmm. Hopped up hands, hamster. Uh, we've lost the ability to make assumptions about people's names after someone named their kid Absidy. A B C D E. A-B-C-D-E. <laughs> uh, oh this gosh. from some guy named Steve. Wow, such hate and xenophobia from those Democrats. They could never host the Oscars. Uh, T.J. Toppin's State <laughs> of the Union is a waste of time and money. Shut it all down. Mm. Yeah, there's that, too. You could just do it in writing. But, you know, people are all steeped in this, in the newfangled way we do it. And seriously, we haven't done it like that forever. In fact, it's the minority uh, of the history of the United States of America where we have done it like this. Meanwhile, as far as the shutdown, Keith mentioned a few minutes ago that some of the freshmen, some of the freshman congressmen are starting to split with Nancy Pelosi's hard line. Uh, They include Representative Abigail Spanberger from Virginia. Uh, She defeated Dave Bratt, Mm, who defeated, uh, what's his face? Uh, Eric Cantor. Yeah, Eric Cantor. Mm. Um. So she says she's getting enormous pressure in her district to the point where she thinks Democrats aren't performing well in handling the shutdown. She said, if I'm getting comments and contact from my constituents expressing concern 
that the Democrats are not prioritizing security, then I think we can do better. Hmm? Uh, Representative Colin Allred from Texas says that uh, they're all, he's open to funding President Trump's wall as part of a deal. Wow. I'm not going to rule anything out. I'm really, I really am not. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. The, the first quote you said that shows that it makes a difference to call your congressman yeah. still, apparently. Yes. You're getting some pressure there from constituents on building the wall. Which we kind of give it up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's an indication maybe we shouldn't. And there's more Democrat freshmen that are uh, Yes. Okay. Lucy McBath, from Democ- she's a Democrat from Georgia. Uh, it'd be funny if her name was, if her middle name was Taka. <laughs> like L- yeah. Lucy yeah. Take a McBath. Yeah, well, see, that's, that's uh-huh. it's cute. That's what I right. call. We work with a chance here, uh-huh. and I call him Taka. See, whenever I pass him along, what's up, Taka? Take a <laughs> chance. See what I did there. Uh, Lucy <laughs> Take a McBath uh, also <laughs> quoted. She says she's hoping for a compromise with Trump on the wall. I hope we can all come to a compromise because that's the way things get done. Wow. If we don't compromise, the American people are the ones who get hurt. You right? Hear that, Nancy? How about that? Right now, they're hanging in the balance. From Jeff Drew of New Jersey, another freshman Democrat. If I had the opportunity to vote for some sort of a deal, I would. I think if we work on the border security, in my opinion, the president would be willing to work on some of these other issues. Maybe some of these people don't hate Trump as much as they haven't been there long. The leadership. Give them a few minutes. I know, but that's promising. That is very promising, yeah. So it's nice to see. Yeah. There's some cracks in that armor, too. Regardless of the issue, it's nice to see some voices of dissent to the leadership on the left for change. Sure is. Wow. We see that all the time with Republicans. Mm -hmm. Now we've got some Democrats splitting with the Democrat leadership. Good. (laughs) Good. Good. This is an amazing story. A jury has awarded a Miami hotel dishwasher. $21.5 $21.5 million because they made her work on Sunday. And then she wouldn't work on Sunday because it's against her religion, she said. Uh, yeah, it's, it was part of honoring the Sabbath and keeping it holy to her. And she got fired. So she took him to court and won a $21.5 million settlement. Wow, well, that'll buy a lot of Bibles there. Good grief. However... Oh, well. Unfortunately, for this 60-year-old woman, okay, uh, Marie Pierre, she's not likely to end up getting all that money. Instead, it'll be more around 500000 That's a big difference. Still, I mean, 500000 is a nice, that's a nice check. Well, what happened to the 21.5? And the punitive damages are capped in federal court. And the jury didn't know that. They thought that they punished the Hilton Hotel with $21 million. So she's only going to get the 500000 of it. She'd get up to 300,000 in punitive damage, which is the limit in federal court. And uh, in addition to the $500,000 awarded for emotional distress, 35,000 in back wages. Uh, so she'll probably, after legal fees, wind up with around half a million. Still, I mean. Yes, but. So that's a like you said a big difference. <laughs> yeah, it's like it it's is. it's probably bad it to to codify in law like totals, you know, like uh, amounts. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because somewhere in the Constitution, I'm looking it up right here, Ruth. Um, there's a, there's a money. There, there's actual money mentioned. You know, like two dollars or something. Yeah, like a fine shall not exceed two dollars or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. And it's like, don't do that. Don't put. The Founding Fathers did make a big mistake. They put a dollar amount in the Constitution. 
and that's always a problem. Because I can't think of where that is. Yeah, I'm going to find it. fine for something that is... Shall not exceed or something. Huh. Yeah, it's in here, so I'll find it. Well, $2 used to be real money. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. Time marches on, you know. Uh, let me tell you about Cosmo Hertz Kids. It's uh, it's great when an individual sees a problem and then has the courage to take a really strong stand. That's what uh, Victoria Hurst has done. And in her case, it's pretty amazing because her family's corporation, the Hurst Corporation, owns Cosmopolitan Magazine. And that's what she's kind of fighting against. Uh, she believes, and so do I, and we've pointed it out many times, Cosmo contains pornography, and that's harmful to kids. And so she doesn't want them to have to stop putting it in there. She just wants the state's harmful state's material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmopolitan, like it is other forms of pornography, and then you couldn't sell it to the kids under 18. Just It makes a lot of sense. It's a reasonable uh, effort to try to help our kids. And when you look at the articles, we just had one the other day that we saw about sex positions. Okay, really? You're going to be teaching these kids who are buying your magazine uh, all about that? And yes, they do. That's what they do. So if you'd like to learn more about Cosmo Hertz Kids Campaign, go to CosmoHertzKids.com. Again, it's not about free speech. It's just about protecting kids. So if you believe that pornography should be kept out of the hands of kids under 18, then visit CosmoHertzKids.com. That's CosmoHertzKids.com. Ray unleashed. Did you find the $2 fine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. it for? Uh, so it's in, uh, let's see, uh, Seventh Amendment here. And suits at common law where the value in controversy shall exceed $20. Mm-hmm. The right of trial by jury shall be preserved, yada, yada, yada. So in other words, if you're... Um, Oh, it's twenty dollars. If you're trying to if trying to sue for more than twenty dollars, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then also also uh, uh-huh. talking about slave importation uh, talks about uh, uh, a tax or duty may be imposed on such importation, not exceeding ten dollars for each person. So probably not best to fix a, a dollar amount. To, yeah, the Constitution. All right. Yeah. There you go. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, of course. What happened Tuesday night in the cable news race? Uh, Rachel Maddow on MSNBC had 3.2 million viewers, which is way higher than normal for her. She was number one on the night. wonder who she had on. We should say, look into what that. What night was it? Tuesday night. Okay. Uh, then it was Tucker Carlson at 2.6. So she beat everybody by a lot, like over 600,000. Then the five was third, and Hannity just fourth. Then MSNBC's... Uh, uh, O'Donnell, 2.4 million. Huh. wonder what was going on Tuesday night. I don't know, but uh, I'm not able to find out at msnbc.com since I haven't downloaded the current Adobe Flash player. So, <laughs> really? You got that thing? I got that thing. I haven't seen Oops. that message in a long time. Well, that's my life there. <laughs> uh, let's you better see get here. yourself the Adobe Flash player. Let's see. We got... Uh, oh, Chuck Schumer was on with her, it looks like, uh, according to the transcript. On and, Tuesday? Yeah, Amy Klobuchar and uh, Chuck Schumer were guests on Rachel Maddow. Wow, boy, wow, Chuck Wow, that's is an exciting draw. night. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Chuck Schumer's going to be on. Come on, kids. Let's gather around and tell <laughs> I can't imagine Come that's on. what sparked her. I'm just saying. That's pretty weird. It was Tuesday night, one fifteen, January 15th. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's pretty that's weird. That's a rocking good time right there. Yeah. Chuck and Amy coming over. 
Was that the night that we found uh, we found out maybe people were just looking for the Trump bashing? Is that what that was? Because was that the day that he hosted Clemson? Oh, yeah, the hamburgers? Yeah, the hamburgers. <laughs> he had a thousand hamburgers that he gave out. To the uh, Clemson. Can you believe he called him hamburgers? What a dummy. <laughs> I mean, come off it. it. I swear. <laughs> He's the dumbest need, person ever. Need, need to update your um, oh. your autocorrect, your, your phone's dictionary, with all due respect, right? sir. By the way, while you're at it, update your head. <laughs> <laughs> update your head. Yeah, because he's good. so stupid. That is rich, you man. Know? I like that one. And, uh... <laughs> oh, Michael Strahan says, uh, "What? You give him lobster, man. I'll treat him to lobster. You know, like a champion should be fed." Oh, shut up. Shut up they all loved it. Go back, shut up. Go back to hosting your drag queen eight-year-old or whatever it was on your show. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Ugh. Yes, that was him. What do you want to bet that eighty percent of those guys would rather have the hamburgers and pizza than lobster? I'll bet you eighty percent of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what was ridiculous was. Trump the spelling. Yeah, the spelling. I, can't let, I can't let that go. Either. I'm so glad you keep bringing that <laughs> it's up. It's just so stupid. <laughs> I mean, that guy's dumb. You know, he's probably the dumbest president of all time. Probably. He's, yeah. he's probably the dumb. Yeah. Not just president. Uh-huh. He's probably the dumbest person to ever walk this earth. Like ever? Yeah, because uh, you remember the good days with Obama when he didn't do any of that? Yeah, that guy was so smart. He, I mean, he was perfect. The he fact was that he would allow us in, in the same room as him I know. was telling. Because I mean, he's kind of above us. Kind of above us. He's kind of like God. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I remember my uh, Newsweek editor correctly, uh, was that Evan Thomas or something? Uh, Might have been. Yeah, that was a yeah. good. Uh, that was a good time there, <laughs> talking about how he's uh, kind of floating above us. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's sort of. I mean, in a way, Obama's standing above the country, above yeah. above the world. He's sort of God. He's he's, <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's sort of above <laughs> us. He's sort of above the country. Okay, so, let's, sort of let's, God. Let's 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 be clear here. Uh huh. He's not sort of. No. Oh, he's, he is. He's there. He is there, man. He's there. I mean, this guy <sighs> was so smooth and so smart. Uh, here's a good example of that. Uh, when he was talking with, uh, he actually had a. He was introducing Eric Holder. He was introducing yeah, Holder as at his the time. Attorney General mm-hmm. way back when. Here's, here's what happened. How brilliantly uh, like he handled me, it. Eric married up. Uh-huh. Yeah. He and his wife, Dr. Sharon Malone, a nationally renowned. Obi Guiney have been great friends Wait, to Michelle what? and me for years. <laughs> Obi Guiney? <laughs> Gotta hit that one again, please. Oh, boy. He Eric just. Married up. Uh-huh. He and his wife, married Dr. Up. Sharon Malone, mm-hmm. the nationally renowned Obi Guiney have been great friends. <laughs> I can't. Obi Guiney? Obi Guiney. So he just, didn't know uh-huh. Obi G-Y-N? Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that that, that, that wasn't Eric Holder's wife's name. So I did some research on uh, Sharon or whatever there, and indeed, so her name's not Obi Guiney. No, it's actually uh, she's an she's OBGYN. An OBGYN. Mm-hmm. Yes, but mm-hmm. uh, we want to thank Russell Waldman for uh, tweeting that at us yesterday. I have never heard that one, and I love I haven't it. either. Oh, I haven't either. I mean that that just that's right at the top now. Oh, that's, that's that might be the best one. Nidalee Lions or any sports poser line that he tries to throw out there. Obi This one is so good. That is. But I mean that shows his perfection because he yeah he so smoothly and suavely said it. We've all been pronouncing it wrong. Can we play just one more time? He, the nationally he renowned Obi Guiney. Obi Guiney. See the nationally renowned Obi Guiney. That's worse than the Bush thing. Oh yeah. Remember the Bush thing when he's talking about OBGYNs? Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their yeah. their love, their love with women all with across women. this country. <laughs> Too many uh, Obi Guineys. <laughs> Too busy. Practicing uh, their love 
Uh, women all over this country, oh. the OB-Guinies. Yeah. He actually said OB-GYNs. Yeah, ladies, don't forget uh, to make your appointments with your OB-Guiney uh, if you haven't been in a while. So, gotta be... It's always a good idea. I think at least once a year, right? I think with once your a year, OB-Guiney. You go in there and get your OB-Guiney uh, appointments. How do you spell Guiney anyway? Is it G-Y-N-E? Why? No, no, it's it's uh, G Y N I E. I E. Okay. Yeah, Obi Gyni. Obi Gyni. And it's and I think it's O period B period Gyni. <laughs> That's amazing that that one got by us. I don't know how we didn't see that. Man. Because uh, today was the first time I had ever seen the the Obama yeah. Obi Gyni uh, clip. That's. <laughs> And, of course, the mainstream media never said anything about it because he was perfect to them. He was sheer perfection. Saturday Night Live says we don't joke about him because there's nothing funny about him. There's nothing funny about him. He doesn't do anything that we can even joke about. I mean, it's not like the man (laughs) introduced his AG and called his wife's profession uh, Obi-Gaini. (laughs) Obi-Gaini. Nationally renowned Obi-Gaini. They've been great. (laughs) The best. The best. Thank you, Russell. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and a pat unleashed on Twitter. From the mean streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, on the phone or on Twitter, it's uh, Pat unleashed. Some guy named Steve tweets, Trump could tweet the State of the Union. That would be kind of oh. yeah. Keep it to uh, 140 characters too. That would be nice. Uh, I think we're up to a little bit more than that now. 280. 280. Okay. But he would be totally for that. He would love that. Uh, Kool Aid drinker. I'd like to see the State of the Union given from the Oval Office and focused on how Congress doesn't care about the people of this country. <laughs> that would be yes. Uh, BLC to conservative. Hey Pat. Instead of <clears throat> holding a State of the Union address, the president should just hold a State of the Union rally. He could hold it at Texas Stadium. You know he'd pack that place. Uh, Also, just too muck at much tweets. Here's a fun fact. Glenn mentioned Woodrow Wilson 36 minutes into his show yesterday, and Pat just did the same today. That's interesting, Ivan. Oh, oh, oh. Is there a number to call? Hang on. It's interesting. Hang on. Does that count? Is there a number to call? Does that count for Pat Gray Bingo? Uh, Probably the second time I said it, yeah. I'd say it does. Yeah. It's interesting. I already got a pumpkin out of you today. Somebody noticed. Oh, wow. On Twitter. Uh, and then from uh, from the Twitter handle Hamburger, he wrote, <laughs> combining two of our uh, recent discussions. How about a State of the Union address from the Oval Office with canned applause and laughter? That would be fun, actually. That would be good. My fellow Americans, the State of the Union is great. <laughs> Wait, it, you weren't supposed to. That uh, I wasn't joking about. That's it. Really is. No, it, seriously. <laughs> Shoot, I, I think, know, it might be kind of fun I think that is a laughter line <laughs> To be honest with you <laughs> I know I know, sadly, it kind of is mm-hmm. well, We got boneheads uh, Like the CNN analyst Calling out <laughs> David Webb This this is amazing And we wanted to get to this yesterday And I didn't But I've I got to play this today Because uh, Ariva Martin From CNN accused uh, Fox Nation host David Webb. He's on Sirius XM and Fox Nation. Uh, well, watch and see what she accuses him of. This is, uh, Shouldn't their requirement, their primary requirement, regardless of ethnicity, regardless mm-hmm. of network, be that they are capable of covering politics? For instance, if you're going to cover political mm-hmm. campaigns, sports may not be the most qualified background, and that brings to the point of if 
People want to get into these fields regardless of color. I've chosen to cross different parts of the media world, done the work so that I'm qualified to be in each one. I never considered my color the issue. I considered my qualifications the issue. Well, David, you know, that that's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you uh, have the privilege of doing that people uh, of color yeah. don't have the privilege of. Yeah, Dave. Of. How do I and have the privilege you, of white privilege? David, <laughs> by virtue of being a white male, you have yeah. white privilege. Yeah, David, she got you there. She nailed you. Arriva, I hate to break it to you, to but you uh, should have been better prepped. I'm black. <laughs> Okay, then I stand. See, you went to white privilege. This is the falsehood in this. Yep. You went immediately with an assumption. Thank you. Your people, mm-hmm. obviously, or you didn't look. You're talking to a black man <laughs> who started out in rock radio in Boston, uh-huh. who crossed the paths into hip-hop, <laughs> rebuilding one of the greatest black stations in America. Mm. And mm-hmm. went on to work for Fox News, where I'm told apparently blacks aren't supposed to work. Right. But yet, you, you but come because of your white privilege, and you go to white privilege. <laughs> That's it, actually David, insulting. Uh, thank it is, you. and I apologize yes, because my people gave me wrong information. They they told well, me the whole white privilege thing uh, is insulting. David, can I can I apologize and correct the record? I want to apologize. I was given wrong information about you. Yeah, that's and not the I point. But based on my so color, right. you were mm-hmm. going to something that I was part of. And just to add to it, my family background is white, black, Indian, uh, mm-hmm. Arawak, Irish, Scottish. I mean, it's so diverse. I'm like the UN. When it comes to this, and this is part of the problem with driving a narrative around a construct like white privilege. Thank you. Privilege is one thing. We're applied wealth, economy, uh, various social factors, but not necessarily determined by color of skin. (laughs) So So there. Is there anything more priceless than somebody who immediately plays the white privilege card, no matter what, just automatically goes to white privilege? If you've succeeded in this country... Well, yeah, that's that's about a whole other conversation about your white privilege. My white privilege? Does that extend to black people, too? <laughs> <laughs> it just shows the lunacy of it. Mm-hmm. And he had done all of those things, and he's black. That just destroyed her whole argument. Despite the fact, forget about the fact that she wasn't prepared for the interview. Who cares? The, the point is that she goes immediately to such a bogus argument. Mm-hmm. And he destroys it completely just by the fact that he's done all that he said he's done. And she, you know, her thing about white privilege is, well, blacks can't do that because they don't have that privilege. Who's the racist there? I wonder. Hmm. So you have to have, you have to be white in order to succeed like that? You have to have privilege in order to succeed? Blacks can't do that, huh? <laughs> and by the way, aren't you a CNN analyst? Good heavens. I mean, that is just, uh, that's priceless. That is priceless stuff. And how do you, how do you go on somebody's show like that? And, you know, she says, well, I was given false information. No, you weren't. You weren't given any. Did somebody say, hey, David Webb is a white guy. You're speaking with a white guy right now. No, she just assumed. I'll bet you $1,000 nobody told her David Webb was white. She just made that assumption. Oh, and because you can't succeed unless you're white. 
right? Yeah. According to her, I guess. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the whole white privilege point? That we that white people can get places to that nobody else can because we're just privileged? It just happens. Things are just given to us because of our skin color. Yeah. Your listeners had some great responses to that yesterday Jeez. on Twitter at Pat Unleashed. Uh, uh, yeah. You got Peculiar Baptist. What'd he say? Uh, old and busted. Yes, ma'am. Highest honors. <laughs> New hotness. <laughs> Hate to break it to you, but uh, you should have been better prepped. I'm black. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the highest degree thing, though, I'm not sure that'll ever be busted. We were looking at going re- reverting into a depression at that point. Everyone, the Fed well, I chairman. I disagree that we they, were going into a depression, but well, go ahead. Do you have a degree in economics? Uh, yes, ma'am, I do. Highest honors. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, so. Now, oh. there's somebody who wasn't well prepped. Yeah. From uh, Meerkat. Yeah. Uh, you realize this whole exchange, especially her response to the whole thing. Means his race is part of the prep. How sick is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't know that it was. I don't believe it was. Nobody's going to say, hey, this is a black person you're speaking to, or this is a white person. Has that ever happened? Have, have you ever? No, I'm saying that she Never. she made the uh, point that her staff hadn't prepared her that who she was talking to, which means it probably normally is a, a standard operating procedure for them. Maybe. Right? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I think she's just trying to lay the blame on somebody else. Yeah, there you go. Because she's making faulty assumptions. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be made. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh does Susan in Kentucky saying that Obi Gyne is the way to say this? Oh no, come on. Susan, welcome to the blaze. Hi. Thank you. Hi. How are you? Good. Um yeah, if you grew up a female in Chicago, uh uh-huh. you say, I'm going to the Obi Gyne. Really? So Obama being from there. Well, he he didn't grow up a female well, in roughly. Chicago. Yeah. Nor did he grow up in well, Chicago. Grew up in Chicago. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's debatable. Yeah. Well, he grew up in he grew up in Kenya, as we all know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he he much against my protest, you know, was an Illinois senator. Yeah. Yes, he was. Uh, appreciate yeah. it. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Uh, that's amazing. Although he. Obviously, he grew up in Hawaii and uh, Indonesia, and then he went to school in California, and then he went to school in, uh, you know, back east, and then he went to Chicago when he was in his, I don't know, mid to late 20s, so maybe he picked that up then? I don't know. I, don't, I think we're giving him too much credit. I think he didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, wouldn't be the first time. That's for sure. Uh, 888-933-93. Mississippi man in declining health is now telling a cool story. He's kept this secret, from even from his own family for 45 years, uh, that he was abducted by aliens. Oh, cool. Cal- Calvin Parker says he and his buddy Charles Hickson were fishing in 1973 on the banks of the Pascagoula River, just north of uh, where Ingalls Shipyard now sits, if you know where that is. Um, I know you, you're probably well aware of that. Oh, I used to hang out there as yeah, a lad. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a real bright beam appeared all over us, and it kind of blinded me for a second, when I got my vision back, I seen three bulky-looking creatures coming toward us. Hmm. Can I do a Jeffy joke, or is that not allowed anymore? <laughs> I thought it was one of a kind. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Parker said the creatures were probably four, four and a half, five foot tall, Built like football players, but I noticed they kind of moved mechanical-wise, and they was floating off the ground. Not they were floating. They was floating off the ground. Mm -hmm. By the time we stood up and turned around, they was there on us all at one time. 
Uh, two of them got a hold of Charlie. One of them got a hold of myself. And instantly I felt like I just got relaxed. Mm. Mm. Mm, Roofy. Uh, Parker was 19 at the time. He claims he and the 42-year-old Hickson were levitated into a spacecraft. They weren't taken to Mars, though, to become sex slaves. They were just... Sex slaves. They were given a space, like a rectal exam, a uh-huh. space rectal exam, because these are space ob <laughs> okay. He says this was an exa- examination room, what I call it, and the old big ugly creature... Now, his words, not mine. I would never refer to these people as... Uh, well, they're aliens. Yeah, the, I, as ugly. I, who am I to judge? I mean, you, you could not judge. You're, 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 not, you're dealing with... Mm-hmm. Tell, read the story. Anyway, the big old ugly creature that brought him in, yeah. he took me and laid me on the examination table, and he just backed up out of the way. I couldn't move or anything. All I could do was look. A device about the size of a deck of cards then came down from the ceiling. It hovered about a foot in front of my eyes, and then it went to the right side of my head, and it clicked. Went behind my head, and it clicked. Went to the left side of my head, and clicked. And then straight to the front, and then shot back into the ceiling. They're using, like, old-school 35-millimeter cameras? <laughs> aliens? Back, I thought they had, Still like, have Kodachrome? Kodachrome. Mm-hmm. Click. Click. Um, well, those, you know, Kodachrome gives you the nice, bright colors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the... Anyway. Uh, then... A, <laughs> A more feminine-looking creature came out. Uh-oh, here we go. She looked completely different than what I called the robot. She had regular fingers and came over and pinched me on the side of the cheek, and then she took her finger and ran it down my throat and got behind that thing that hangs down back there. <laughs> what, was, that his, was that his great aunt? Pinching his cheek and what is going on here? And then, I, and then tried to come up my nasal cavity, oh. and that's when it started hurting, and I started choking, and I got scared, and she was kind of telepathically told me, don't be afraid, we're not going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Did he telepathically tell her, you already are hurting me? I, I, you're jamming your finger up my nasal passage. That's not, that's not pleasant. <laughs> uh, Calvin Parker says he was abducted by these aliens in 1973. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's kept this all to himself all this time. Wow. Former Jackson County Captain uh, Glenn Ryder said he told the men to come into the station. To test their sincerity, deputies secretly placed a tape recorder into an interrogation room and then left the two of them alone there to listen to what they had to say. Interesting. Then he says, I got to get home, get to bed, or get some nerve pills or something. See the doctor or something. I can't stand it. I'm about to go all to pieces. I'll tell you, when we when we get through... I'll get you something to settle you down so you can get some damn sleep, Hickson told him. Yeah. Uh, and so this officer said something happened to him. You don't fake fear. He was scared. He was scared out of his mind. And they actually gave them a lie detector test, which both men passed. So what do you make of that? Were they abducted by space ob guineas? <laughs> think maybe. Maybe. Mm. So he, I guess he just had a stroke. He's had two open heart surgeries. So now he's decided to write a book. It's called Pascagoula, The Closest Encounter, My Story. Uh, and that was published in July. So if you're interested in this, you could actually buy that. Mm. He said, you can't really pin everything down. You don't really know. And that's the point I'm holding out. I don't, I don't know what happened. I know something happened. Well, yeah. Space Obi abducted you and gave you a, re- a rectal exam. 
Well, and a nasal exam too, which is interesting because yeah, I, I don't care for that stuff. No, I don't. I don't do the camera up the nose or. No, I just assume not. It's just. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh oh, that means your magic muffins are done. No, those are your magic muffins. My magic now. muffins are muted over here. Yours uh, always goes off. <laughs> there's a way to eat less magic muffins than you're eating now, <laughs> uh, and less of all the things that are not good for you. It's Riduzone. Riduzone is something that just about everybody in this building uses. This is a, a product that was launched by a local company who produced a metabolite of olive oil and created a patented product that helps people control appetite and lose weight, helps you burn fat. Uh, there was a six-year study on it. It showed that when you lose weight, your body actually thinks something bad has happened. You must be sick. What are you doing losing all this weight? We worked really hard to get you up to... <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, You know, man? worked really hard to get you up this, this heavy. And now, well, we're going to have to kick into slow gear here. Riduzone contains a patented ingredient that kicks you back into high gear. It boosts your metabolism. It reduces your appetite, and you'll lose weight. And for a short time, you can get 30% off when you go to Riduzone.com and enter the promo code PAT. 30% off. Riduzone, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. It's Riduzone.com. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Traffic and weather together every uh, seven minutes on the threes. Coming up all day log here. Good morning, everybody. The math does not work. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful morning this morning. Good morning. Like 65 today, I think 73 tomorrow, and then uh, 12 the next day. 12. I think give or take a couple give degrees. Give or take, here. about yeah. 30 degrees. No, it's going to be cold here. It's, it's supposed gonna, to be, It's yeah. sweeping through the whole nation, man. The whole nation's uh-huh. about to get blasted. Polar vortex. Oh, Look out. snap. Polar vortex. Climate chaos. Climate change. Global warming. Or winter. Dogs and cats sleeping or, together. Or winter. Or, yes, another Canadian cold front that comes down all the time. It's Happens be every fun. year. It's going to be fun watching the Patriots and Chiefs play in Kansas City with a high temperature of 11 degrees on Sunday. Uh, somebody said it might be too below. Is that... Is that <laughs> Overnight, I think. Yeah, yeah okay. My all right, gosh. So not at game time. No, no, no. All right. It's going to be balmy at game time. Uh, let's go to Joe in uh, PN. Is that uh, Pennsylvania? Is that uh, that's not the actual abbreviation for Pennsylvania, but is that where you are, Joe? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome uh, from PN, wherever that is. Okay. Well, thanks for taking my call. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, everybody's on this board of security, and I'm all for it. I'm mm-hmm. all for uh, technology. Yep. Um, especially at the ports of entry. Definitely. I think. So that we can elaborate on that, and in my opinion, my two cents, is you put up a chain-link fence, 30-foot, mm-hmm. wire, add some technology. Yes. On, the other, on our side. I can go with that. You put a, sol- you put a solar field. A solar field. What, what, is a, what is a solar field? What happens there? Solar panels. Okay. Sun charges it, yeah. and you charge the fence. Oh, oh! You're talking about an electrified fence? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> wow, what are you guys doing? That will deter anyone from coming through. Yes, yeah, it would. And then at your, and then at your, if you need a wall mm-hmm. or a, a solid barrier in other areas, yeah, then you do that. Yeah. And you add technology to the ports of entry, where apparently most of the drugs and whatever are coming through, according to the demos. Right. That you know the hate mongers. Yep. So. I think that would be a good alternative. Oh, it would. 
Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> it, it, it would it would discourage climbing the fence yeah, if they, you electrified it. They don't mess around and pee in, do they? <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. I don't know where that is, yeah. but those people mean business. Serious. Okay, don't <laughs> don't try to sneak into our area here in PN, or uh, you'll be electrified. Right. right. Now, see. <clears throat> The left would go absolutely ape crap over that because, you know, you'd be obviously people would try to climb the fence and get hurt. But what about the wildlife? The wildlife could happen into the fence and be killed. Mm -hmm. And then why you've got you've got the death of wildlife on your hands. And that is unacceptable. I mean, we've learned badgers just wander around, you know, they don't have that. They don't they don't respect international boundaries. No, they don't. Um, so they're that, no respecter of uh, national sovereignty. They don't care. They don't, don't care. These dumb badgers. Yeah. I almost said another word. <laughs> these dumb badgers. Uh-huh. That's that's so, who I'm talking it's, about. It's not as bad as a honey badger. <laughs> you're gonna piss off a honey badger, and you're no. in big trouble. He'll uh, hit you when you're going across well, the middle. He'll do more than that. He'll, and he'll flatten you out. Eat your skull. That's right. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at uh, Pat Unleashed, where oops, all berries tweets. <laughs> Did the aliens telepathically send that guy the home version of their game? <laughs> Ouch! That would not be a fun game to receive telepathically. I'd... It wouldn't. <laughs> uh, from Eric S. Witten. <laughs> the hamburger thing. This is a nice way to apply that. Neither is the word hamburger. Your Honor. Uh, From our favorite quote. From our favorite quote from the movie uh, involving Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) (laughs) Completely fictionalized moment in history, but it works. Great. I love the callback to all these uh, references, and this one is priceless. The word woman does not appear even once in the U.S. Constitution. Nor does the word freedom. Your Honor. <laughs> and now, neither does the word hamburger. Your Honor. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Where is there, there's no RBG on on Justin oh, I thought that was on. Uh, Let me see. Bingo. I'm pretty sure there was Your Honor, wasn't there? Uh, oh, right here. Your Honor. Yeah, I knew yeah. it was on there. Look at this, man. I'm all over the place. That's all I'm over. Not, I'm not getting. I got. I got two on this row, three, one, one. Come on. It's going to happen soon, though. This is easier, an easier game than we thought. Mm. Uh, all right, from Steve Madursky. Uh, speaking, oh, speaking of the CNN analyst calling David Webb a white guy when he's a black guy, uh, Steve points out she also assumed that David Webb identifies as a male. Oh. Really good point there. That's a really good point right there. Yeah. Uh, we have a case where uh, someone was identified as a female. I think we played this last week. Yeah. There was a trans woman that went into a, um, what was it, GameStop? GameStop in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, he uh, she, she was went not, nuts. A, not happy. She was pissed, uh-huh. and, and she went ape in, in, the, in the store. Yeah, knocking stuff over and yeah. threatening violence and growling like a man. Uh, Angry woman. An ang- angry woman. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what they say? Hell hath no fury. Right? Like a uh, transgender like, scorn. Yeah. So don't do it. 
Don't even do it, mister. Don't use a wrong pronoun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a pronoun scorned. Mm-hmm. So we'll play that for you because uh, one of the local... Yeah, we've got more information on it. <laughs> one of the local TV stations went out and actually did an interview yeah. with this uh, wonderful, lovely, just beautiful woman. Just yep. beautiful, beautiful trans woman. Yeah, yeah. So can't wait never, to hear that interview. I've never seen anybody quite so beautiful. So we'll get into that uh, in a second. <laughs> Meantime, we got to tell you about real estate agents I trust. Company Glenn started about six years ago because he was frustrated with his experience uh, of realtors who couldn't sell his house and they lost a lot of money. So the thing is, it takes a lot of expertise to be a great realtor these days. It's it's hard to navigate. So people who have a hard time selling are usually victim to realtors who don't have enough experience. That's why we built this team. They've got a lot of experience. They know how to market your home. They're fans of the show, so you have a lot in common with them. It's not going to be an uncomfortable experience being around them. Real estate agents I trust, the best way to buy or sell a home in America. Go there now. Buy or sell for really fast and at the right price. With realestateagentsitrust.com, that's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. And welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And Pat Unleashed okay. on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, this this poor person who was uh, referred to as a wrong pronoun. Yeah, that sucks. In a uh, GameStop, it's just uh, it's unconscionable what happened to this wonderful, beautiful individual woman. Mm-hmm. Um. And so uh, we now know how this person identifies. So by golly, uh, this is a woman through and through, as you'll see here in a minute. Um, she she got a little upset because the the clerk yeah. w- uh, called her the wrong thing. And, and uh, so then a TV station went out and did a report. And here's what happened. What okay. again, it's mail. Have you seen the rest of that viral video? It happened right here in New Mexico. It shows a transgender woman losing Mm -hmm. her cool when she says an employee at an Albuquerque video game store called her sir instead of ma'am. The video has been viewed more than a million times on YouTube, and it's getting many of you talking. A lot of people have made fun of that woman for her outburst. Others say she did the right thing by defending her gender identity. Now only on four, she's telling her side of the story to Kai Porter. Mm. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. Obviously. It's the video seen by millions. <laughs> Tiffany Moore, a transgender it. woman who recently started her transition, yelling at an employee inside recently. this Albuquerque GameStop. Uh-huh. Moore yeah. says the cashier repeatedly called her sir no. instead of the gender pronoun she identifies with. Hmm. While she was trying to return a game she bought for her son. Oh. Ma'am, once ma'am. again, ma'am. Ma'am. Both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. I actually said both of you guys. Right Beforehand, you fing said, sir. Sir? Okay. <laughs> Take it outside. If you want to call me sir again, I will show you a fing sir. Stop it for a second. That's clearly a woman, right? How many well yeah. How many women have ever said said in that threatening voice? Yeah, why don't we go outside and you, I'll show you a man. I'll show you a man. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to point that out happens, that happens uh, that happens all the time. Tiffany. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tiffany was returning a uh, a, a game a for, game her, for son, her son for her son that yeah. she obviously gave birth to. Obviously, <clears throat> well, look at her. I mean, uh, she's the I'm most a, lovely uh, specimen of womanhood. It'd be awkward ever. for me to to look at her. 
I'll give you. I'll give you something to cry about. You want me to want me to come over there and give you something to cry about? I mean, as hot no, as she is. No, not really. I mean, married man. Pat. No, I just going to be looking at her. Wanted to exchange the game for you, <laughs> sir, sir, ma'am, ma'am, sir, mammer, sir, ma'am, ma'am, sir, sir, ma'am. Boy. <laughs> Social media. Wait a minute. Fun. What do you mean you're going to show me a sir if you take me outside? I thought you were a ma'am. What? I. Why do you want to? Why do you want to show me a sir? Uh, all right. Let's see who the rest. Take your word for it. <laughs> take it outside. If you want to call me sir again, I will show you a fucking sir. Oh. I apologize. Oh, then kicks over a display. I was so angry at that point because it, literally five or six times yeah. oh, he man. called me sir and, and got me so fuming angry and I was cussing. That. The no. internet responding to the viral <laughs> clip with memes like Superman. Aquaman and Macho Man, Tranny Savage. Oh, no. Tranny is a slang term for funny. transgender oh. that many find <gasps> offensive oh. and derogatory. Oh, What's wow. really sad is it's, it's bringing so many bigots out of the woodwork. <laughs> but bigots more, a local yeah. MC and rapper yeah. isn't letting the memes get to her. She's using her newfound viral fame to raise awareness about the transgender community, and she even wrote Seriously? a song to get her message oh, good. out there. She wrote a song. We're humans just like you. We're people just like you. Um, we have kids, we have parents, we have brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. Cousins, um, we're it's just catchy. That's a catchy song. As for how Moore handled the situation inside the store with that expletive-filled outburst, right. yeah, I could, I could have reacted a whole lot better. You think? But you know what? I, what? I look back at it. If I could, I wouldn't change a single thing. I would do it a hundred thousand times again. I would kick over that display a hundred thousand times again because Get my actions here. were justified. No, they were. I mean, it was, it was blatant Come and malicious on. hate. <laughs> it was blatant and malicious misgendering. Kai oh Porter, KOB, Eyewitness News 4. Oh, word of the day. Blatant and malicious hate because this person who clearly looks like a man but identifies as a woman and has recently started the transition has not completed the transition. The, the voice is man-like. I mean, do we have to pretend like reality isn't reality? <laughs> that is... A, no, that was not that was not justified. What you did, kicking over displays, yelling and screaming obscenities at the top of your lungs. You know how you handle something like that? Um, I'm actually a ma- a ma'am, and you leave it alone. I mean, and then you walk out of the store. <laughs> you don't you don't get all. I mean, that's that's lunacy. What was going on there? Yeah, I'm, could, screaming and carrying on. Could I just make a? A shout out, a call out uh, for the Pat Unleash listeners out there. Um, mm-hmm. If we could find um, <clears throat> Tiffany Moore, uh, mm-hmm. the the lovely lady, uh, subject of the video there, uh-huh. if we could find some um, audio of her rapping, I would be oh, so would grateful be, for that. So at that Angry Keys, at Pat Unleash, you know she's a wonderful rapper. You please, know she is. Please send it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is amazing. That is absolutely amazing stuff. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. That's where we are in twenty nineteen, though. <laughs> yeah, that's where we are. And you're supposed to. I guess you're just supposed to know inherently how they identify. Yeah. And when they come in, immediately identify them as such, and as they're identifying, not how they're appearing to you. You screw that up, and uh, you're uh, gonna pay for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll take you outside and show you, sir. That's what's gonna happen. That's kind of weird, because. Yeah, I know, because. Because I mean, I thought claiming you were a, to be a man, a lady. So what do you mean you're gonna show me what a I sir don't is? Don't need any evidence, please. <laughs> yeah. And just because you're three times the size of the clerk behind the desk, uh, I guess he should have realized. 
You should have <laughs> should have realized that you're obviously a woman. <sighs> obviously. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh remember Chris Hansen? Isn't Chris Hansen the one you used to do uh to catch a predator? That's the one. On uh NBC. Mm-hmm. So Chris was arrested Monday. <clears throat> Whoa. Not not trying to be a predator. Was he picking up a thirteen year old girl? No, fortunately oh. not. Okay. No. He wrote bad checks to a vendor he owed money to. Oh no. Checks bounced. Wait a minute. People still write checks? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's, that's maybe the bigger story here is somebody is still <laughs> writing checks. I have been in Dallas for seven years. The checks that I have, mm-hmm. it's a combination of, well, I had so many. I'm also cheap and that I also don't write many. I'm still using checks with the address from New Jersey on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, Hansen turned himself into Stanford police in Connecticut after a warrant was issued for his arrest on a felony charge of issuing a bad check. Uh, in the summer of 2017, Hansen bought about $13,000 worth of promotional items, hats, uh, t-shirts, mugs from a local company, paid for them with a check, and it bounced. Oh, the owner don't. and Hansen went back and forth for a while, and uh, so Hansen finally gave the business owner another check. And that one bounced, too. <laughs> oh, Chris, Oops. what is happening, man? Well, that's sad. That is very sad. So he was. what were these mugs and shirts for? I mean, Well, in 2015, he launched a Kickstarter to fund a new show, Hanson vs. Predator. Oh, mugs okay. and t-shirts are listed as incentives for donating. <laughs> that didn't, that and didn't, apparently that's not going well. That didn't take off minute, Hanson <laughs> vs. Really. Predator. No, it didn't really. Oh. I don't know if it was going to be an internet thing or or what Chris had in mind. Mm. But again, people still write checks. Now it's, so that's now it's, kind of interesting. Now it's Hanson versus State of Connecticut, apparently. <laughs> Fairly. Oh, no. Uh, there's a Russian hospital that's uh, a little bit red-faced after some photos of a makeshift <laughs> bed made of a, a board that is placed across chairs. Look at that. That's a hospital bed right there. What, what do you want? This in is Russia. Russia. In Russia, that's yeah. a hospital bed. <laughs> well, sure. You, I mean, you put a mattress on that. That's perfect. You're good. Right? You're good to go. <laughs> wow. It's triggered outrage on social media. Management of the healthcare facility where the pictures were taken said it was a stopgap measure huh. in response to a sudden increase in admissions. That's not normal procedure for this wonderful hospital. Uh-huh. I mean, you're talking Russia here. You know they've got sure. first class service it's, at these uh, hospitals. Just caught him, caught him in a bad time, I'm sure. <laughs> that's all. I'm sure that's not the residuals of having communism uh, no. seeped into every corner no, of no, your country no. for over a century. You know what communism equals? Equality. That's what that's what it equals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody yeah. gets a bed like that. Everyone suffers it, equally. <laughs> they exactly. all do. Yes. So if you need to go to the hospital, you can count on a couple of chairs being set up with a board placed between it. Well, don't, don't undersell this, sir. A board. There was five it was planks. Several boards. Five several planks, planks of wood were yes. laid across that those chairs perfectly. <laughs> so, no, not a plank. Come on. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat unleashed on Twitter. Um, by the way, on that uh, on that attack, that planned attack on the White House, following the tip to authorities. Uh, the man's been arrested, and uh, they're looking into whether or not he had anybody else uh, that was helping him or behind the scenes with him or in his little uh, group. And so far, they, they, don't, they don't think there was uh, a whole cell. But um, 21-year-old 
Hashar Jalal Taheb of Cumming, Georgia, is in custody. Now, this is the guy who was going to take an anti-tank rocket and fire it at the White House. And when they when they picked him up, they found um, drawings of the schematics for the for the West Wing. Um, apparently, he had some in, information and was about to use it to really do a lot of damage. It's amazing because all of these people want to kill as many as many people as they can. Just amazing how you can become radicalized like that. And fortunately, this person that he was uh, speaking with in the beginning, uh, and he went to him and thought that he was like-minded. Fortunately, he wasn't, and he called the FBI. And that's how they caught this guy. Anti-tank rockets. Yeah. You get those Um, on eBay or something, right? Is that what he was doing? I have no idea. I don't know. Where I don't know where you get anti-tank rockets, and I, I don't want to advertise where you get anti-tank rockets either. Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, yeah. Or uh, Overstock, maybe. You can, you can get two-day shipping from Amazon <laughs> on anti-tank rocket launcher. What's thing? that furniture store that's always advertising um, on TV? Nebraska now? Furniture Mart. No, it's oh. the. the uh, I can't even think now, but maybe there. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, they found this guy. Can you imagine what kind of carnage there could have been? Because his plan was to kill as many people as he possibly could and do as much damage to the White House and surrounding area. Schematics of as the West he possibly Wing. Could. Yeah, my goodness. Really bad. Uh, so a uh, big tragedy averted. We, we don't know how many times that's happened since 9-11 because a lot of that stuff is classified. Mm-hmm. 888-933-93. Uh, let me tell you about home title lock because this is another big problem that can... Uh, This could mess up your life in a big way for a long time. Any thief can download your home's title because they're all available now online. They just forge your name off it and transfer it, then take it to another bank and take out massive loans using your equity. And you get stuck with the payments. And you don't know anything about this until the bank uh, loan notes start showing up in the mail. And then you're Chris Hansen. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bouncing checks. It's just it's a snowball effect. Uh, so just prevent this from happening. As soon as I found out this was a thing, I, I knew I had to be protected from it. Um, hopefully you'll do the same thing. If you own a home or you have rental property, you owe it to yourself to get home title lock and get a little peace of mind. For pennies a day, home title lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's title. Now, it could already be compromised. You can find that out by signing up at HomeTitleLock.com for your free title scan and report. It's a $100 value. They're going to throw that in for free just for signing up. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and get some peace of mind today. HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. So, uh, Theresa May survived the no-confidence vote yesterday. A day after her Brexit plan suffered the worst parliamentary defeat in modern British political history. Uh, They also then did a no-confidence vote because they were trying to bring down her government. Uh, And uh, she uh, she survived it. So, the no-confidence vote was brought by Labor leader Jeremy Corbyn. And uh, uh, Jeremy Corbyn lost it, 325 to 306, so it was pretty dang close. Yeah, yeah, this is on the heels of her. Pretty close. Uh, that other vote um, to stop Brexit was the worst margin of defeat for a 
British Prime Minister. In modern history. In history. Yeah. Wow. So where do you go now? Uh, the parliament votes. They already voted on her Brexit yeah, deal. So we don't know now. That failed. The parliament uh, intervened. The no confidence vote uh, didn't work. So now there might be, here's the, here's the possibilities. There could be a second referendum, meaning they go back to the people again and have them re-vote on leaving the EU. Well, how pissed would you be if that's, you already won that battle? Yeah. The people have already spoken. You're going to make us do it again? It would totally pass again. Probably bigger margin now. That people are angry. So, so there's that possibility, or there's the possibility that May, that Theresa May works with the Labor Party, and they work out some way to extract themselves to, from Brexit that's agreeable to everybody, or the lawmakers just take over and do whatever they do. I don't know what they would do. Maybe they just leave the EU without a deal, and you try to make a deal with the United States, mm. um, and leave the rest of it to to Europe. All right, we'll we'll do without you. You do without us. Let's see how that works. I I don't know. It's it's tough. And then to defy the will of the people, uh, and it make it look like yeah, we're just going to ignore what you want. That's that's kind of a problem. I'm thinking at this stage. That's kind of the problem with with what we have have to deal with here and what Great Britain is dealing with there. They just don't care what the people want. It's exactly what's happening with the wall. But, you know, secure this stinking border, will you please? By all that is holy, just finally secure the border and enforce our laws. That's all we're asking for. Is that too much to ask? Well, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, let's go to Doris in Virginia. Hey, Doris, you're on the blaze. We have a line one there. Hey, Doris. Yes. Hi. Hey. Welcome. I just have a comment. Yes. The ma'am in the um, GameStop store, mm-hmm. if the reaction was that for being called ma'am for returning the son's game, uh-huh. what's the reaction when the son calls him dad? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I hope the son doesn't because all hell would break loose, I'm sure. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Jeez. I uh, Thanks, Doris. Can you imagine that how difficult that would be too? If you're, you know, your whole life, that's been your dad, and now he's your mom, mm. I guess. But you already have a mom, so then what do you call the dad that used to be your dad, and now is a woman? I don't know. I don't know. That's too complicated for me. I don't have any idea. Just, <laughs> it's incredible where we find ourselves right now, isn't it? No wonder people uh, spend nearly half their waking hours looking at screens. We're just trying to escape the real world. For all the studies that tell us how important it is to limit screen time, uh, kind of people aren't doing that, is, <laughs> is what seems to be happening. Right. Uh, 42% of the time, Americans are awake. Their eyes are fixated on a TV screen, smartphone, computer, tablet, or other device. Oh, I would think it would be a higher percentage than that. Supposing the average American slept eight hours a night, not even close for most of us, the researchers calculated that people spend about six hours and 43 minutes a day staring at a screen. Wow. Over a typical lifespan. You know how long that is? 21.8 years. Almost 22 years looking at a screen. Yep. yep, I'm I'm sure those numbers are... 
those numbers are higher for teenagers. They've got to be. The, because teenagers never look up. Mm-hmm. They're always doing their thumbs and yeah. looking at the screen. I'm sure you have an interesting story that you've been reading over there. I'm just a little busy. Looking at your screen? Doing yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just catching up on my Fruit Ninja for the day. Here's a great screen uh, to look at that I know you don't have, uh, Keith, since oh. you're continually whining about the teeny Oh, little, why must you? What do you have, a 43-inch screen or something? 44 I don't know. I don't know. I just... Uh. Try this new Samsung on for size. Why are you doing this to me? This this is the Samsung TV called The Wall. It's a wall that's already been built. How big is it? 219 inches. Oh, yes! Look at that. Yes! This wall has already been built. And it is not immoral. This is the most moral thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I want this right now. <laughs> wow. Really vibrant colors. Look at that. That's so cool. It takes up the whole wall, which is why it's called uh, the, the wall. The wall. Look at that! I want to watch football on that right now. Right now. All right, can you turn it down just a bit. Thank you. Uh, so you see the size of the wall that this TV is on. I mean, it takes up a whole, the whole side of the house, yeah. <laughs> and the screen is almost the same size. That is unbelievable. Two hundred and nineteen inches. That's like. That's like a theater screen at a, you know, at a cinema, at a Cinemark or really? AMC. That, I think wow. that's about the size those things are. It's, that's crazy. That is, that's amazing. Let's see here. Well, let's see. A 20-foot screen yeah, would be. Says, cinema screens are usually between 20 and 50 feet wide. Okay. So. So that's pretty close. That's pretty close to the low end of that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And, you know, the colors are so vivid and uh, just absolutely beautiful picture. I, I, I'm i going to ask this. I'm going to have to ask my wife for this now. You're going to ask her? Now, oh. the 75-inch one that we have in my bedroom looks like a... What? Looks like a... What? What? <laughs> I hate you. At <laughs> some point, you had enough TVs. <laughs> I told that story where I was always kidding with her. We need a bigger TV. I want an 80 inch TV in the in the bedroom. She's like, well, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Maybe it's that's too big. That's an eyesore. No, I need. We need a an 80 inch TV. And then a couple of Christmases ago, she bought me almost an 80 inch TV. It was 75. It's just, I mean, it's ridiculously big. Why is that story? And then this is what two and a half times the size. Two and a half times the size. Wait, the 146 version of this is 100 grand. Whoa. So. Wow. Really? I mean. So what's the 219 version? I don't know. 100,000 for 146 inches? Mm, 100,000, yeah. For the, oh, that's a. Wow. I don't have the price on the big boy, the 219, but. 100,000. 
a hundred thousand. Yeah, maybe get one on Black Friday for you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Buck fifty. <laughs> that's uh, that's not going to work with your Kohl's cash, probably. No, no. I don't. I don't know that I. Well, mm. no, I do know that I don't have a wall big enough. That big. For- <laughs> I know. That's uh, yeah. Think about that too, because you're not going to just hang that above the fireplace. That's. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna have to think of like uh, what do you what do you put into the drywall to hold that thing up? Mm-hmm. Wow! And you have to figure it's probably 150 thousand then, right? If the 146 yeah, inch. No, I'm thinking it's probably 200. I don't know. It might be. Might be. It might be 200. Um, my goodness, I'm I'm willing to build an extra wall into my house uh, for that thing. <sighs> it's beautiful though. It'd be fun to have, but uh, at that price, that kind of eliminates well almost all of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe uh, the president can get one for the White House. Oh, maybe that guy can sell you know? his mansion in California we had on yesterday and uh, oh yeah, buy that TV. Right. He's trying to get what thirty six million for it. Yeah. I mean, so sure, I'm sure he's going to clear with a check of a hundred grand, right? Mm-hmm. Once it gets sold, buy this TV. <laughs> Speaking of checks, maybe Chris Hansen buys it with one of his bouncing checks. Maybe Chris Hansen <laughs> buys it. Yeah. He doesn't seem to have any problem writing checks that he can't back up. So why not? Why not do that one? At least you get the TV in your house for a few minutes uh, before they come in and repossess it. All right, 888-900-3393. Tomorrow is more on Trivia Day. Yes. Tomorrow is uh, Los Angeles Rams mm-hmm. versus the New Orleans Saints. Yes. And New Orleans is home team? Is that right? They are. They are. Okay. So uh, we will see you back here. And that's hour two tomorrow on Pac-Ray Unleashed. See you then. Oh,